Welcome to the Basics for Virtual Assistants podcast, your go-to destination for all things virtual assistant. I'm your host, Paul, and I'm absolutely thrilled to have you join us today. Just four short years ago, I took the leap into the world of virtual assistants, and let me tell you, I have never looked back. Now it's my turn to help you take the same exciting path. As we explore this world together, I'll be sharing my experiences, insight, and all the valuable lessons I've learned along the way. So get ready to explore the world of virtual assistants, uncover its limitless potential, and let me guide you on your path to becoming a successful virtual assistant. The transformation into a skilled virtual assistant starts right here, right now. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode. I'm really loving sharing everything I've learned from my VA journey here on this podcast. It has been so fun and I'm having such a great time. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to share where you can see more of me. I'm over on both TikTok and Instagram under the handle Basics for Virtual Assistance Podcast. Uh, You can find me also on threads under the same username. And lastly, you can find me and a group of amazing VAs in the Facebook group, The Basics for Virtual Assistance. Okay, now let's get into today's episode. This episode is a little different from the ones I've done before as this is a Q&A episode where I'm going to be answering some questions I've received online. So let's jump in. The first question is, how can new virtual assistants make it easier to learn their job and tools without feeling overwhelmed? Okay, so feeling overwhelmed when you first start out is totally normal. All right, let's start with that. It is totally normal. If you are feeling overwhelmed, that is okay. My first tip would be if you are learning a new program, spend as much time in it as you can. Just looking around, really get a feel for the layout and what all the sections are. Secondly, I would watch as many YouTube videos as you can about the program. You don't need to remember everything, but watching people who know how to use a program move around in it gives you so much insight. You can usually pick up a few special key commands or tips along the way. While we're talking about this, I want to say you can use YouTube for practically any issues you come up against when you're learning and even after that. I still, to this day, YouTube issues my clients and I are having and and try and troubleshoot it from YouTube. Now, for making it easier to learn your new job, remember that it takes time. You are not going to know it all overnight and you need to allow yourself the time and the space learn. The second question is, what tips can help new virtual assistants understand what their clients want and make sure they do a good job from the start? Okay, this is one of my favorite topics. As a virtual assistant, you should never have to read between the lines when a client gives you instructions. If you don't understand, clarify. Please, for the love of God, don't try to wing tasks. Clear communication is so important. If you're not sure what your client wants, just ask. One of the best ways your client can share this with you is via Loom. So if you ask for clarification on a task and your client still hasn't quite explained it in a way you can understand, then you should ask them to clarify with a video. This is especially useful for visual learners like me. The third question is, what steps can you virtual assistant take to find customers, show how good they are and get more work? So this is really a two-part question. The first part being how to find clients. I think this one can be difficult because everyone's clients are hanging out in different places. So it's easy for me to say, go find businesses you want to work with on Instagram, stalk their socials till you know all about them and then reach out by email. That's not going to work for everyone. What you can do though, is work out where your potential clients hang out and then learn about them and their business 
from this space and then use this to reach out to them. I find knowing who my ideal client is, is super important. So if you go to, I think it's episode five, go and check out episode five and you can learn all about how to work out who your ideal client is. And this will really help you to clarify this and work out where they are. I have had more success finding clients on Facebook groups that are specific to their style of business than I have from following them on Instagram. So work out where your ideal client hangs out and then create a strategy that works for that space. Now, the second part of this question, how to show your clients your work and get them to work with you. Firstly, you need a portfolio. This is the best way to show clients your work. If you're new and don't have client work to add into this, it's fine. Just create some mock-ups of your work you do and then add them in. Make sure it's the best work, work you are really proud of. Once you've worked out who you want to work with, send out a curated email specific to that client. If you want to know more about this, listen to episode four. I give a super in-depth explanation of the email you should send out. Make sure when you send out this email that you attach the portfolio you've created. This, com- this combination of an email and your portfolio can set you apart from the crowd and is a great way to share skills with your potential clients. Now, on to question four. How can virtual assistants make sure they have time for work and personal life without feeling too tired or stressed? Now, this can be tricky in the beginning, especially if being a virtual assistant is your side hustle, but but it is super important if you don't want to burn out and quit. You need to set really clear boundaries for yourself and your clients. Now, I say yourself because you are just as likely to overwork yourself trying to do the absolute best work you can as your client is if you don't have boundaries in place. Now, I do have a whole episode on boundaries that you can listen to. The key point for this question is to put boundaries in place. That means you have set times when you are and aren't working or communicating with clients. This is super important. Not only do you need need to clarify your working times, you need to clarify the times that you are communicating with your clients as well. And the final question for this episode, what can new virtual assistants do to manage their time well when they have a lot of things to do? This one, again, is not super simple to answer because every person is so different and different techniques and solutions will suit different people. My tip here is to find a time management style that suits you and stick to it. There are hundreds out there, but I find YouTubing different strategies and giving them a go best for me. This is how I found a style that suited me. And once I found a style that suited me, which for me is time blocking and batching tasks, it was game changer. It made things so much simpler for me. And I'm telling you, I have probably tried over a hundred different techniques and it took me forever to find one that best suited me. Thank you so much for joining in today's episode. I found this one so fun and we'll definitely be doing more Q and A's in the meantime. So make sure to drop your questions in my Instagram DMs if you have any, or jump over to the Facebook group and ask there and I can always answer them. If you liked this episode, I would love it if you could leave a review. This will help other virtual assistants find the podcast as well. And I will see you next week.